Welcome back to another episode of the Footy LG Pod. It's Nico here, your boys, with Tony as usual. Tony, how's it going, brother? Oh, I'm having an amazing day. Yeah, I, I what bet a, you what are. What a result today, man. Yeah, what a game. You, you can't see him, but he's been grittying all across <laughs> his condo all afternoon. Um, we'll, we'll get into why he's so happy a little bit later. I need everyone to forgive me if I sound like utter shit. It's because I'm disgustingly sick. It's not COVID, surprisingly. I've taken like five tests negative every single time. So five for five, let's go. Um, and if you hear some noise, when I'm talking to her in the background, it's just me eating halls because my throat feels like it's on fire. So, oh, so that's me, Tony. Other than today, we'll get into today a little later, but you've been having a good week. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Yeah. I can't complain too much. That, that's good, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into something here that really fucked me over this week, and it's not really <laughs> soccer related, but it's an anecdote, and maybe people feel the same way as I do. So you know how every season, Pillsbury comes out with those sugar cookies with like the seasonal thing on it. So like Thanksgiving or for Easter, they have like eggs and bunnies. Uh, so it's Halloween, so you know they brought out the ones with ghosts and pumpkins. Yeah. You know, you know those cookies. Yeah. They're like the sugar cookies. Yeah. I don't. I hope you're not gonna ruin my night right now. No, so oh, okay. I, I I, was at Walmart, and I was like, oh, wow, you know what? They're in stock. Let me pick some up. And right beside the regular ones, they have, like, ghosts on them this year. There yeah. was the same same brand, same type of cookies, but they had – it was half were Count Chocula flavored and half were Frankenberry flavored. But the same oh, okay. cookies. Like, they looked exactly the same. Just one had the pink Frankenberry logo, and one had a brown Count Chocula logo. I was like, oh, that's cool. Let me try those instead of the good ones. Wow, they are utter shit. Oh, what a waste, dude. I was so excited. They're baking. I'm getting hype. I, I eat one. I almost puked it up, dude. They were trash, trash bins, I guess. But tra- <laughs> trash bins, toilet bins. All right. I was, I was going to throw that shit up in the toilet. I wouldn't even feed that to my dog. Um, I was getting scared was... there for a second saying you thought they just discontinued those cookies or something. <laughs> no, it's a happy ending. Don't worry. I went back to Walmart and got the real ones and came home and cooked those, and those were fantastic. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> it's always, it's sometimes it's always worth to pay the extra couple of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> They're the same. No, I think these ones were more. The Frankenberry ones oh, were more. Oh, Jesus. That's what I'm saying. They were like a special edition ones. That's why I got them. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. They're trying something new. Let me try them out. And they were awful. <laughs> it was so shit. Oh, that's bad. Uh, but anyways, you know, let's get to the footy content. That's what everyone's here for. That's what me and you are best known for, not our snack uh, expertise. Although, you know, we're pretty good at snacks, too. Uh- oh. <laughs> Weeks ago, I did pick a very good breakfast place before the wedding. Yeah, so. I picked a fantastic <laughs> breakfast place. He, he could pick Unreal. out hash browns just by Google stock images. He knows Nico, if it's a good place or not. Nico laughed at me when I said it, but nobody hated that meal that day. <laughs> no, I was I was amazed. Like everyone's like, "Oh, I got a sixth sense for this." Tony has a sixth sense for breakfast choice. I swear to God, he's the goat. I, 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 like it's it's hard crowning anyone the goat of something, but if there's a goat of picking breakfast spots, it's Tony. He does not miss. Okay, the man does not miss. That's why he's the goat. The goat. Um. <laughs> fuck me. I was just gonna say, here, cue the halls. <laughs> fuck me. All right. Uh, let's get let's get to the footy stuff, right. man. And, and let's start with the biggest game of the weekend. That made me so upset. Uh, Holland, Holland, he's a blue. Dude, oh, dude like, fuck me. How he's crazy so good. Is it? He missed that empty net in the community shield, and everyone laughed. And he's like, all right, we're going to turn England to a farmer's league. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Dude, this guy is just tearing it up. A hat trick, a hat trick. Okay, you know what? Letting Holland score a hat trick is okay. 
I get it. Like the way the guys play, but wow, him and De Bruyne right now, man. And what about Foden? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, that that's embarrassing on Man U's part. No, you got to give Foden some gonna, credit. I he's gonna, been I, playing. He's been playing very well with Holland. How are you gonna let the president's choice Gascoigne score a hat trick on you? The what? You know, uh, Gascoigne, the English player from the nineties. He had the yellow, <laughs> that blonde haircut that Foden did for the Euro Cup. He's the president's so he's choice. choice version of Gascoigne. <laughs> Like, come on. <laughs> Listen, you got to admit, Foden's been solid this year. He's been a yeah. really good player this year. Yeah, it's pretty good. But, I mean, that Man City team, I mean, talk about I, the best transfer of the season. On I another mean, level. Holland is, was literally just that – I mean, we any soccer fans were saying it for the last few years, what Man City was missing was a pure goal-scoring striker. striker. Yeah. And now they got it. And <laughs> – well, hey, listen, a report, a report came out today now that they might have it for now, but they could be without it in a few years. I don't know if you saw, but there's a release clause in his contract for $200 million, which is not really that much considering Neymar went for that much. I'd pay that much for Haaland right now, but only for a select few teams. They didn't say all the teams on the list, but Real Madrid was on that list and Barcelona was on that list. Oh, I, I 100% think if Holland wins a Champions League with City, Next stop is Real Madrid. Yeah, you know what? As as nice as nice as for English fans thinking that EPL is the pinnacle of everything, um, Real Madrid's the biggest club in the world. Mm-hmm. If he goes there, that's that's huge, and he yeah. could make a big thing. And that's the thing with Holland is going to be longevity. We already know he could score a shitload of goals. We already know he's that type of player. But longevity will be what defines his career because he could break every single goal record ever made if he stays the next 10, 15 years. I'm pretty sure I saw a stat that said, like, if he keeps up this pace of hat tricks, he's going to break yeah. the Premier League, not the season, the Premier League record. Hat trick record, yeah. By the end of the season, yeah. Yeah, like, that is crazy. No, it's 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 absolutely nutty, man. And the only thing that's going to stop him this year is injury, so let's hope to God he doesn't get any. Um, you know the crazy been, part? Sorry, he's been electric uh, you know, to watch. No, go ahead. The crazy part is he's going to get a month off to rest now. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. I mean, I think they should. I honestly do think, because this World Cup, for a lot of these teams, is going to be boring, not going to be great games. They should have a rule that you can use Holland for half an hour for any game. Only for half, <laughs> you only get to use him once. <laughs> Just throw him in there with every country. Let him be used, like, every team, man. Just one time for half an hour. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Just put him in there. Oh yeah, that'd be good. That'd be that'd be funny as shit. Only group stage two, so that means you have to use him in the group stage. Oh, I love dude, like Royal Rumble. <laughs> Last minute of the game, he needed a goal. A guy goes down, all of a sudden, you hear JR on the commentary. By God, who's that coming out of the tunnel? It's Erling Allen. <laughs> that'd be crazy, man. But no, he's just I mean, like, man, you just as a team, I mean, their midfield that game was horrendous i mean like can can we can we call it out what the fuck is ten hag's problem he has casemiro on the bench in the Mm -hmm. biggest game of the year and he starts scott mctominay in mid yeah and then puts casemiro in for half an hour like what am i gonna like dude if if my coach was here for half an hour down five nothing i think at the time i'm not doing nothing like we lost, <laughs> and and my my thing is like Casemiro by himself would have done more of that game than Erickson and McTominay together did 100%, because yeah. they got blown by. Like honest to God, listen, everyone's loving Erickson this year on Man U. I've been saying it from time. He is not a big team player. He's good yeah. on your Brentfords. He's good on your middle of the pack teams. 
uh, Tottenham, teams like that. That's yeah. right, Tottenham. You're a mid-table team, you bitches. I fucking hate Tottenham. I'll get into that later. Um, but <laughs> but Erickson's not that big guy that you want on your team. He's just not. And then him and McTominay, oh, okay. I know Eric Ten Hag said, well, when we got Casemiro, we started winning, and McTominay was playing better, and Erickson was with him playing better. Yeah, you're playing garbage teams, though. And then yeah, you no, get like... to a big team, and they absolutely ran through them. Like Scott McTominay, in my opinion, was the worst player on that pitch that day. There's a lot of bad players out there. Don't get me wrong, but he was the worst by a country mile. Yeah, he was. I agree with that. He was just lost. Like, I mean, the city midfield. I mean, De Bruyne, Gundogan, so it looked like nobody was defending them. Like, especially De Bruyne. There was that play. I think it was uh, Holland's second goal when De Bruyne is literally just tiptoeing on the sideline. Yeah. And it's like, guys, I'm not saying you gotta follow him, but tackle the guy. Do something. And they and they let him walk and he swings in this cross and it's in the back of the net. And it's like, don't get mad at De Gea. Yeah. No, <laughs> you honestly, just let this guy, you know, it was just it was for a team that was on a four game winning streak, it was really, really sad. The it's difference embarrassing. between embarrassing. You know, yeah. From top level to level in England, you know, a team that's gonna win the Premier League this year. To Manu, who was like, "Oh, we turned the boat around." No, you didn't. <laughs> no, hey, listen, what a goal! What a goal by Ant- Anthony, though, eh? I actually didn't see that. Oh, it I was a. Uh, off after that. Was Ederson a little out of position? Sure, but wow, it was a nice goal. Mm. And then Martial with a double. Who would have saw that coming? I know. <laughs> you know, fuck, fuck Ten Hag even more. Oh, the reason Ronaldo didn't play is because when I would have subbed him in, we were already down for nothing, and he doesn't need to ha- be in for a loss like that with the way his career has gone. Shut the fuck up. Start him next time, you jackass, over Marcus thing, Rashford. Like, I, I get – I mean, I don't get it. Ronaldo's one of the best pure goal scorers ever in history. It's going to go down. There's no doubt about it. A game like this, a derby game, that guy gets one chance, scores before cities or one nothing city. He ties that game up. It's a different game. Yep. You know, like you, you could see it. Like Manu had nothing. Like there was nothing in that first half. And then when Holland scores two goals in three minutes, you could just you knew it was coming. Yeah. That Holland's getting one more, and this thing is going to get out of hand. And I think Manu got lucky that Martial scored two goals at the end because it makes it less embarrassing in a way because you see the score. Oh, he only lost by three, but. It's still an embarrassing result. Yeah, it's absolutely brutal. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. It was awful. Um, it's, as If you're a Man U fan like myself, maybe pick a new team. Um, I, I hear Fulham is having fun this year. Maybe them. Because fuck me, Man U shit. I mean, obviously me, you know, I'm going Wolves. But Man U. worse this year. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. They, they fired their coach, which I don't agree with. It's not their coach's fault that none of those fucks are scoring, but they fired their coach, and they keep talking about bringing in another pork chop, which to me, I just find hilarious. It's the only team in England. They just bring in shitload of Portuguese people. They always have the Portuguese <laughs> coach because it seems to work for them so far. It just it kills me every time they do it, but I, yeah. I hope they stick it that way. That's why I like them so much. <laughs> <laughs> and not to first your weekend a little more, but Chelsea has jumped ahead of Man Yes, yes, Chelsea got it right and beat <laughs> Crystal Palace. I mean, a little sketchy that game. That last goal, that last goal, that last goal, though, man. You know, there's that little issue with Thiago Silva in the back line. I didn't watch it, but Twitter yeah. was going off saying that second goal should not really have counted. And I was like, oh, I don't really know. I didn't watch it, but what's new? Chelsea, same old Chelsea, always cheating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just, they just, they're not gonna have a good year. Listen, speaking of, dis- speaking of disappointments, Liverpool. Yeah, 
<laughs> they tied I mean, Brighton at home. I'm happy Brighton did well because of all the the disrespect that Del Zagri got, the new coach of Brighton, because he's Italian, he doesn't know the English game. And to go into Anfield with Brighton, a team coming off international break, barely time to practice and tie 3-3 is a hell of a start. Yeah. What a yeah. start to the season. No, massive for them. Season. And, and I think Trent Alexander-Arnold is in a lot, a lot of hot water <laughs> now with fans. People are starting to see, well, this guy's not that good. Maybe we should we uh, need to take a look at that because, you know what, though, to be fair, and I've been saying this now for a while, I don't know why they play him as a fullback. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't play defense. Play him as a midfielder. Like that way, you're he not does. worried about his him being an absolute lie or a winger. He's that way. He's not a liability defensively because every game you watch of Liverpool this year, they just target him. Yeah, they don't even bother to go down the right side. It's just his no, side. yeah, it's and it's, it's and you know what? Today worse. he he scored today in Champions League, and everyone's there saying, "Oh, Ooh. what about Tra-? who gives a shit that he scored? That's not what he's there for. He's a defender, <laughs> and he sucks." I know. <laughs> like, whoa, he's going to free kick. Yeah, well, let's see what he does this weekend when he's. He's got a, a, a forward running at him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, last last game we could talk about a little was the absolute massive win by Arsenal uh, mm-hmm. to solidify their spot at the top. They took yeah. out Tottenham in what to me was a, just a dominant display, a 3-1 victory. Like, yeah. who saw this coming? Dude, uh, honestly, I did. I had no... I don't know. Arsenal, it's one of those teams I figured when they brought in Jesus and they brought in Zinchenko, I didn't think much of it because those guys were bench players on City. You know, they, well, Jesus started, he wasn't that good. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't think they would make a big deal, but like they fit this lineup very well. And I agree. Uh, Arteta's doing a good job. You know, after yeah. last year starting 0 4, he's turned this team around. And I think Arsenal, I don't think they beat City. But they're gonna. It'll be a good uh, game. Yeah, they'll make it a good game. But I don't think ah, I don't see anyone being City. Well, you know what? I it'll happen. You know, Man City's gonna slip up one game. It always happens. They're not going. They're not gonna be invincibles. Mm-hmm. But it, it's you're right. I do think Man City's gonna take this. That when they face Arsenal, they'll probably beat them. You know, I I I can't see Arsenal maintaining this because I still don't believe in it. I don't buy in fully to their players. They've been looking good so far, but. It, they could easily spiral uh, next month, the you thing, know, hot start and then go down. Who knows? The thing that helps them out is that really the teams that are need them underneath them, other than Man City and Brighton, Tottenham's stumbling. Chelsea's not Chelsea of old. Man U's Man U. Liverpool is. I can barely. I have to scroll down to find them. Yeah, so r- like, really, they like, should have no problem coming yeah, top three like, this year. Like they should be able to be easy. Like championship should be easy with the form they're on, even if they have a little bit of a stumble. Yeah, well, they're gonna no, get you're the stumble right. after you know. So, I yeah. the only thing I hope I hope Brighton steals that fourth place. I really want to see them do it. I want to see them nope. keep it up. That would be nice. And you know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. Is this the first time Arsenal will be back in Champions League in like a very long time? I think so. Looking at 2015, 2016 was yeah. the last time they came top four. Mm-hmm. That's eight years That's ago. Yeah, That's nuts. I guess they want to prove that they should have been a part of that Super League, you know? <laughs> yeah, they were upset. <laughs> Everyone was like, Arsenal doesn't deserve to be there. And they're like, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, that, they, were, um, uh, <laughs> they were excluded, and that must have pissed them off. Um, hey, listen, that's enough for the EPL. 
Let's get to some city. Ah, I'm gonna take a quick little voice break while Tony gives you guys all the going ons. I might chime in here and there, but I'm not a big Syria guy. Tony, take it away. Let them know what they're missing. So, so yeah, it was a good weekend again. Um, I think the biggest game of the week was obviously Inter versus Roma. Mourinho's return to Milan with Roma. Um, and he came out with a big win. I mean, Roma was struggling up until this point. And uh, Inter Milan, I think uh, Simone Inzaghi's in hot water. I mean, he's got four wins, but four losses for a team of that caliber. And Roma was the first, well, Roma and Milan were teams that beat him, but They've lost to Udinese. That's two losses in a row, actually, for Inter. So they have, uh, even though they've had a big win this week in Champions League, it's tough. Uh, Milan, obviously, uh, they won again against Empoli. They struggled most of the game, and then in the last two minutes of extra time, they scored two goals. Rafael Leal got the 3 1 goal. And really, Juventus, they won, but it was against 17th place of Bologna. So, eh, it is what it is. And uh, the big game for me personally this weekend was Napoli continues their train at the top of the 3-1 win. But the one shocker shocker of the season is that Udinese is one point out of first after eight games. Well, that's that's insane. Um, I want to comment a little bit before about that AC Milan game. That ending was nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Rafa Liao just took over. Mm-hmm. he's so fucking good. I say it every week. He's so fucking good. He's going to have a massive breakout at the World Cup, and every team's going to be looking at him because this kid is so good. But again, Udinese being one point out, that's huge too. Like, yeah. who the fuck's Udinese? <laughs> Dude, Udinese, this is Udinese. Yeah, that's what I said, Udinese. I don't know. They've, they've beaten Fiorentina, they beat Roma, they beat Sassuolo, and they've beaten Inter. Yeah. That's their streak right now. Four wins against four very quality teams in Serie They're the big U Dinesi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like years ago, like I think it was 2006, 2005, 2006, Udinese was a Champions League team in Italy when they. So it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's surprising that they're that high up. Hey, listen, good for them. That's always good mm-hmm. for the league to see that, right? Atalanta came through a few years back, and now they're mm-hmm. always at the top. So maybe Udinese is the next one, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe. But yeah, once again, Napoli still on top by goal difference. But what what a season they're having! <laughs> yeah, you know what? Good. I'm up points to Napoli, man. And and like we talked about before, at the beginning of the year, you were a little bit hesitant uh, oh, on them, <laughs> and, and and it's for with with good reason. Um, but they've mm-hmm. looked very good. Unreal. <laughs> Just it's an understatement to say very good because I mean like they have 18 goals forward, six against in the league, so they're a plus twelve. In Champions League, they have 13 goals forward and two against. Yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> so they're just firing on all cylinders right now. And yeah. Can't can't can't, com- <laughs> can't complain there. All right, before we get to Champions League, I want to touch on the Portuguese league for a second. You know, we talk mm-hmm. Syria, your league. Let's talk Portuguese league just for a quick second. A big my game boy, over the weekend. My boys Porto <laughs> finally looked like the team that they should be and absolutely yeah. dummied Braga, who was above them in the standings. They just absolutely dummied them 4-1 with a goal by the Canadian boy himself, Steven Ustakio. Uh, Benfica tied two, so Porto hopped up. Now they're in second, and I believe they're only three points out of first, which it's gonna it's tough because in this league, you know, Benfica, Porto, they don't lose often. Benfica hasn't mm-hmm. lost a game yet this year. There's seven wins, one draw. Um, 
but it was a massive win taking out Braga. Now they're tied with points in Braga. Um, and they're finally rallying. And you saw it today. And that's my little segue into today's Champions League games because they, that win on the weekend, they came through and they took out Leverkusen 2 nothing. Uh, it was a massive game. They're at home. They needed to win this to stay alive in their group. And not only did they win put, putting them up three points, Bruges upset yeah. Atletico Madrid, which now puts Porto in second place in their group. They're all tied. Porto, Leverkusen, and Atletico Madrid. They're all tied um, at the moment. Um, but who saw Bruges being this good? I don't know. Three like, for three against Porto, Leverkusen, and Madrid. Atletico. Who saw like, that coming? Wow, that's crazy. Like that, right? You know what? Like I don't know. They're just they're just really good as a team. Like uh, the game against Porto, they just played a very good team unit. And you know, looking at the stats for this game today against Atletico, I mean, they just they had the, the, the business. Yeah. Listen, and you know what's good about that? So this past weekend was the very first game back for Tejon Buchanan. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. His first game back, he came off the bench and he scored on the mm-hmm. weekend, this past weekend. And then today, I was wondering, okay, are they going to start him or not? He just got back from Virginia. They did start him. And he actually he, he got an assist, but I don't think it'll be credited as an assist because it was a little bit of a thing in the box. He kind of slid it out and it might have been tipped, and then the buddy finished it. But he really looked he really looked good out there with Club Bruges as well. So it's always good seeing that Canadian um, element in Group B with Ustaki and Tejan Buchanan at Club Bruges. So I would love to see Bruges and Porto get out of that group. Fuck Atletico and Leverkusen. I got nothing against you, but fuck you guys too. I think Atletico is just. I think it's. I think the Simeone era is done there. He's awful, man. Like it's it's just not the same. I mean, week in and week out. I mean, you know they well they lost. They're only lost Real Madrid, but still, like it just doesn't look. I mean, it just doesn't. It's not Atletico of old. Like I don't see them as a threat as they used to be. You know. Yeah, you know what? They piss me off because Joao Felix <laughs> being there, he's one of my favorite players, yeah. and they just absolutely ruin him. Um, he, he doesn't play that system well and the coach doesn't alter for it. it. It blows my mind and it really bothers me. I really don't like Diego Simeone. Um, but again, they're, they're, they are slouching this year in La Liga. Mm-hmm. They're only in fifth. Um, there's nine point or there's six points out of first, which is tied with Real Madrid and Barcelona right now. But like they, I, if they don't make it out of the group stage, you got to figure of champions league, you got to figure Diego Simeone's time's up. Well, I think no. I think Europa League. If they go deep in it, he'll keep his job. Nah, fuck Europa League, man. <laughs> they ain't getting past Man U. <laughs> <coughs> hey, Barcelona too, maybe at the moment. Yeah, yeah it looks like it. They <laughs> took a big. They took a big loss today too to Inter one nothing. Um, obviously that Victoria, whatever the fuck, they're getting. They're last place for sure. That's an easy win yeah. playing them. But Barcelona lost to Bayern and Inter now, so. Mm-hmm. And they got to play Bayern again. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, Bayern looked good today. Yeah, well, I mean, five nothing. I mean, but the thing is, five different goal scorers, I believe. No, sorry, four no, different goal uh, scorers. Yeah, yeah Sané got, Sané got two, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's a simple game. Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane got one. He's best the best player, player alive. <laughs> Tony, I'm being serious. <laughs> I mean, fucking kills me. That's the only good thing that came out of Liverpool. <laughs> I'm is being that, serious. Is that kid. <laughs> that kid right there. I don't do if ands or buts. I do absolutes. 
Oh man, yeah. So Barcelona, they could be headed back. Well, I think last year they went down to Europa too, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah. yeah so they got that. Liverpool, two nothing. We already talked a little bit about Liverpool. Fuck them. Um, yeah. I'm gonna pause on the big, the one you want to talk about the most till the end, because uh, I know you got a lot of feelings about that. Marseille absolutely slapped Sporting today at That's home. That's a surprising 4-1. result because Sporting was doing really well. You know what this? It, <laughs> It is surprising oh, 10, because 10, of the way they 11, were. 10 against 11. But, but even that, before it was 10 against 11, they, they were still dominating the game. Um, it's surprising because Marseille was in last. Porto was in first. Porto undefeated. They beat Tottenham Frankfurt. Marseille was in last with losses to Tottenham and Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. Um, Marseille was a lot better than they were doing in Champions League, though. They're a sneaky good team this year. Yeah. I, I really think that they are a lot stronger than they've shown in Champions League, and it came out today. Uh, like, they, they really dominated like they're second in the in league they haven't lost mm-hmm. the game they're seven wins two draws they're two points back of psg they're really strong and in champions league they kind of faltered today kind of showed that marseille okay we're still here and you know what even though they're still in last place in their group they can still with um, not maybe not win the group but come top two because tottenham is absolute dog shit they tied they tied 0-0 today to frankfurt after they got absolutely clapped by sporting last game at champions league they come back and put up this effort 0-0 are you kidding me and they got slapped on the weekend they get slapped on the weekend they come here and they get slapped they they, they tie it's brutal and you know why i'm even more mad because i had a two-game teaser of porto and tottenham to win some money and of course tottenham doesn't come through man i mean tottenham Dude, Son this year has been terrible. He had one – yeah, actually, not even a whole game. He had 20 minutes that were unreal. They yeah. scored that hat trick a few weeks ago. But then when you bring in – I mean, when you, your spending spree for the summer is for Charleston and Perisic, you can't Par- expect much. Perisic has been very good this year. I know, but if that's your best player you brought in this year, you can't yeah. expect much. I mean, like, Richarlson – was only good because Everton was completely crap trash. You know, like that guy is not a good player. I, he's, I, but he's I, been I, good this year. I never like. I don't. But I don't think he's Champions League caliber. Okay, but here's the thing: you look at their team. They got Harry Kane. Yeah, they got nobody. Yeah. They got Another Romero game. in that defensive line. Romero's solid. Perisic is solid. Son last year looked unreal. I know he hasn't played that good this year, but again, I'm just saying. Look at the players they have. Son's good. Richarlison. I know you might think he's a good player. I, I hate Benton Coor, so I'm not going to say he's good, but a lot of Tottenham fans have been really liking him this year. Again, I think he's shit. Dyer has been very good this year. Kulusevski has been very good this year. They got the players. They just, I don't know, man. Like, they looked hot at the start of the year in, in the Prem, um, but in Champions League, they look like utter garbage. Yeah, the way it's looking right now with English teams, <laughs> I think only City is going to go through. I mean, Liverpool should. I mean, like the way Chelsea's playing, the way Tottenham's playing. Yeah, well, I don't Chelsea... really see them getting all those groups. Chelsea, that's uh, they got a big game tomorrow at home against Milan. That'll yeah. tell you right right away if they're going through or not. If they can win yeah. that game tomorrow, they'll have a good chance. But if they can't pull off that win, it's going to be scary for them. Mm-hmm. And then you're right, without them, it's Man City's going through for sure. Liverpool should, but Liverpool, Liverpool... the way they've been playing. <laughs> I, yeah, you wouldn't be surprised, right? And they're not coming first in that group. That's no. Napoli. So they got they bat, they'll be battling with Ajax. The next game against Ajax will be absolutely massive. And Ajax um, at home too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, if you hear that noise in the background, I got I'm getting a FaceTime call. Just ignore that noise. Maybe I should answer and just swear at Luke on the on the pod. Uh, <laughs> hey, welcome to the pod, Luke. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, no, Ajax, if they can win the next game against Liverpool, who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea's in Chelsea's into some serious trouble right now. Um and, and yeah, there's only three. How many teams? How many English teams? I feel like I'm missing a team. There's four. Tottenham. Liverpool, Tottenham, yeah, and Tottenham. Yeah, yeah and ta- Tottenham right now, they're tied. The way they're playing, they, I could see Marseille passing them. And I was actually going to see Frankfurt right passing them too, man. Yeah, they suck. So like I can, Frankfurt I can... could easily get a win against Sporting or Marseille. Like that group is so tight in quality. Yep. That's any one of those four teams is getting out of that group. All right. Cool. All right, Tony. It's time, though. It's the best part of the day. It's time. Talk your shit. Napoli six, Ajax one. Go ahead. Talk your shit. Let's go. What a performance in Amsterdam. You know, like Ajax, I know they've lost Anthony. They lost uh, Martinez or what's his name, right? The Man U defender. And um, just what a performance. Going down early to Ajax and they pulled up with goals from Raspador and Di Lorenzo to put up two to one and then Zelensky makes it 3-1. I mean, this game, the way Napoli's played, it's just, you know, when you lose the plays that it did over the offseason, it's fantastic. It's, uh, you, I'm in shock. I, I, I have no word how happy I was to see Napoli go into uh, uh, I Stadium and just destroy them like they did. And it's a shame because... <coughs> You know, you got players like Raspador and Di Lorenzo who are playing phenomenal, who could have been a very good thing to see at the World Cup, but they can't. They didn't qualify, obviously. But just this, this Napoli team, it's just there's a breath of life in this team, and I know it's a it's a long stretch, but this team's dangerous this year, man. Yeah, dude, it's <laughs> it, they 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 definitely dominate. Um, Ajax, you know, they got some players. I'm kind of happy they did lose because. Uh, the the guy they bought from Porto last year, Francisco Conceição, was on the bench. He didn't play, so it's like, ah, maybe next time play him, you dumbass uh, mm-hmm. Dutch people. Um, but they they um, they're still a solid team. They got some good players, and Napoli even going down one nothing just went, guys, we yeah, we got just flip the switch. And as a Napoli fan, that doesn't happen very much. No, usually it's to- like maybe a scrape, bottom of the barrel, tying goal, like scrappy goal at the end, but to score six against Ajax it's impressive and 13 goals forward in three games from a team like Napoli who's actually missing their top striker yeah in Osimhen so yeah and listen Ajax does have a big pylon in the back in Daily Blind uh, <laughs> but other than that man you know it's a good win it's reason to be happy if you're an Napoli fan you guys look strong yeah. Uh, you obviously look like one of the heavyweights in this tournament right now alongside um, PSG and Man City. So, hey, listen, ride the wave, brother. Ride it oh, until you can't ride it no I'm more. You're going to enjoy it, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, congrats to Napoli. Um, and l- let's look ahead to tomorrow. We got a few big games tomorrow, like we already brought up the Man City – or not Man City, sorry – um, Milan Chelsea Milan Chelsea game which is a big one tomorrow uh sneaky big one tomorrow too in my opinion is Benfica PSG Benfica's at home mm-hmm. they're both tied for first in the group right now um their goal, di- have to win the yeah, their goal differential is the same so like they're right there at the top too and Benfica's at home this will be a very good game to watch uh I hate both teams 
So, 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 so I don't care who wins, uh, but it should be a very good game of footy to watch. I'm hoping Maccabi Hafei uh, beats Juve. That'd be hilarious. That'd be beautiful. Dude, <laughs> be beautiful there's, there's no, there's no, just there's no way right, right now. But there's actually no way that happens. Dude, I, right? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, Juventus is trash, man. They're horrible. No, there, no, no arguments here. Um, really, really though, the, the two games tomorrow that are worth watching are like we said, uh, a Milan Chelsea. That's where my eyes will be. But Benfica PSG will obviously be another oh. good game as well. Uh, oh, oh. Dortmund. Yeah, Dortmund to me. Well, I don't a nice give a shit. Even game. Yeah, even game. But I'm not. I'm not wasting my time when I got Benfica PSG Chelsea Milan on. I'm. I'm yeah. very lucky that my new boy Celtic play the early game, so I will have something to watch uh, in the early afternoon tomorrow mm-hmm. against Leipzig. And it's a big game for Celtic, man. I mean, they're on the road. They've been showing some stuff. If they can get a result in Leipzig, who've been not that good so far this year, they could jump up and tie with Shakhtar if Real Madrid take out Shakhtar. So it's uh it's a pretty big game. I'm really hoping they do well, but. Who knows? I don't have high, high hopes, but I'm excited. Should be a good game. As well. Always Champions League is always good. Always good for some hey. surprising results. Love, love me some Champions League weekends, man. Um, it was, it was great chat, chatting it up with you for another week. But I think we'll call this one. Uh, what has it been? Well, it's over a half hour. We had a good show today. I feel other than the fact that, other than the fact that I feel like absolute shit. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I'm better for next week's episode. Uh, Tony, as always, thanks for joining me, man. Thank you. Oh, no worries. It was a good, good, um, uh, good episode, guys. Follow us everywhere at Footy LG, especially on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok, we got some funny shit planned uh, for World Cup <laughs> season, so follow us there. And you know what? If you're not following us, you missed out on free Toronto FC tickets this past weekend because we offered yeah. them up to anyone. So you know what? Follow us. You that's never so know. Bad. That's so bad. That's so bad. That season's going down. We didn't. We didn't even bring up that game. It was the last home game. We didn't even bring it up because they fucking yeah. suck. But either way, Tony. Have a good rest of your week, brother. We'll be back here next. We'll be back here next week. Adios.